Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Hello out there, warriors, past and present, and your families, and thank you for the service to our country. Welcome to season three of your next mission video podcast, a program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major Army, your host. Uh, now, before we get started, I personally want to thank our presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and as I always say, we love them too. We have a couple incredible guests with us today. Our guest is Drew Hernandez and Justin Graber, actors, comedian, uh, contact creators, veterans who are driving force behind the social media sensation, a combat veteran. Welcome to the show. Good, so good to have both of you on. We're good. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us. Okay. Well, I know you guys are a little crazy, so I'm going to try to control myself here a little bit with you. Hey, uh, Drew, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? I want both of you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, uh, either during the Army and when you came into the Army and prior to that, too. Go ahead. Um, my name is Drew Anthony Hernandez, um, Space Force astronaut, <laughs> Coast Guard uh, diver. Uh, I served in the Army for about seven years, uh, went to Iraq, Afghanistan, did the reserves for a little bit did active duty most of my time. Um, after I got out, did college, banking, try to figure the whole life thing out. And then I decided to go contracting, did that for a few years over at the embassy in Baghdad. And then I came here to, um, to pursue acting, and that's where I met this fine gentleman over here, who is now my life partner. Yeah, All right. we're going to get on. There you go. Yeah. We're going to have separate, like, uh, I'm actually I'm actually his caretaker. Uh, according to the VA, so. <laughs> you should be. Justin, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, so I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and when the Bills lost the fourth Super Bowl in a row, I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I should probably join the military and go die for my country. Um, yeah, no, I joined the Army uh, in 20, 2003, I think. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. I started 2003 to 2012. I served with, with the Rock at the 101st, and did Two deployments with them to Iraq. Ah. Yeah, it makes people cute. <laughs> All those Tories, we spray painted a lot of Tories over there. Make sure that they knew who the hell we were. And uh, and then I I got into some trouble, went to jail, uh, got court-martialed, killed a guy, whatever. Yeah. And uh, things happened, I guess. And then I had a fight to stay in the Army, fought to stay in the Army, won that fight. And then they were like, all right, you're going to get out uh, February 2008 with this honorable discharge. And I was like, no, sir, you, I, I want to re-enlist. And the first sergeant in there was like, you want to re-enlist? That's what the Army put you through? They used you as a scapegoat. They ruined your life. And you want to you want to continue to serve the military? I was like, well, I came in as an E3. I don't want to get out as an E1. How's that going to look on a resume? That's patriotism right there. And then I re-enlisted in the Army, got Fort Drum, did two deployments with them. Wow. Uh, one to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. I was hand-selected to serve on the PSD team for Generals Terry Bannister and Dahl, to which the PSD team, everyone thinks that we just provide security, but really we're just doing their laundry. That's it. They're like, hey, take care of my laundry. Glorified so, babysitters. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, and then I was like, I went through some other stuff, and I was like, 
I'm either going to get out or I'm going to stay in. And I was like, it's time to get the hell out. So I got out. Um, my buddy talked me into going to school. I didn't want to go to school with a bunch of kids that were 10 years younger than me that have zero life experience. And I'm, I feel sorry for today's society. You guys are freaking dumb. Um, but uh, he did the paperwork for me to go to school, got me into school. He's still in the Army. Um, I'd be a sergeant major with that guy right now. I stayed in. Yeah, I would have been a first one by now. <laughs> Started school at Savannah College of Art and Design for uh, theater. Uh, met a girl, um, brought, brought me out to Los Angeles to transfer to USC. She cheated on me because she was a B-I-T-C-H and then broke my heart. And then I met Drew on the street. I was, I was, uh, I was doing, doing my own, like. He was doing this thing on Hollywood. Yeah. And then I was, I was, you know, hiking up that pant leg. Like this guy got great legs. And, uh, and then Drew was like, I'll give you a ride. And I was like, all right, cool. So he's been giving me a ride ever since. Yeah, we've been. been And then we started doing our own, uh our own short films, doing the sketches. He brought me on as a partner for the, the combat veteran, which I'm grateful for. I've been, been able to do what I love to do, which is act, write, produce, direct. Maybe not so much editing. I'm really sick of that, but uh, what are you gonna do? You gotta, you gotta wear all the hats to make it in the world, and then you still might not make it, but as long as you're somewhat happy, maybe half the time suicidal, I mean, you know, last month was suicide prevention month, so that's why I didn't commit suicide. So that's good. Well, let me let me ask you a quick question. I asked you before we got on the show here a little bit. Did either one of you wish you would have stayed in the service? Now, Justin, I'll start with you because you have a positive. Do you wish you'd have stayed? Yeah, I I enjoyed the military. I was I mean I was a population control specialist, so like that job is the 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 best job you can have in the military. Um, you know, eleven Bravos. We we like to stick together, miss the camaraderie. Um, when I when I became a staff sergeant, that was that was the the best job I could ever have. Training soldiers and making sure that they're doing the right things and taking chances on soldiers that had, you know, otherwise a a bad uh, reputation within the unit, but always like mark people as dirt sacks. I was able to turn around and make 180 degree turns and make them into stellar soldiers because I knew how to I knew training. Soldiers, you can't train soldiers all the same. You have to tra- train each person individually um, and provide that purpose, direction, and motivation. I miss the Army, man. I, w- I, w- I would have loved to stay in and become a staff sergeant or a sergeant, sergeant major of the Army and, you know, kick back and do nothing all day and then <laughs> make a podcast. Yeah, that's an easy job. How about yourself? Yeah. Uh, uh, you wish you to stay? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with privates? What do I, I look like? I, a baby? I can, I can, I can, no, see, I can see right now. Not. I can see right now. You would. Uh, no, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, after I went contracting and I got paid contracting money, it kind of showed me what my skills are actually worth. And ever since, ever, ever since, ever since that, ever since that experience of being around people who are there to do a job that they know how to do and, and train with people with like-minded people that take the job uh, seriously. Um, it's just, it's just an environment, especially the pay when it comes to the pay. Yeah. It's just like, why would I join the army for 30, $40,000 a year when I can do this same job with less, less struggle, less everything, less work really uh, for five times the pay. So for me, it's like, no, if I ever, want to be in some kind of military establishment or type of environment, it would be State Department. 
Uh, well, I, I tell people all the time, everybody in life has a, 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 you know, God put us on this earth to do a specific thing. Some to be soldiers, some to be doctors, some to be cooks or whatever. And I guess you guys are, are made to be comedians. Some to be single sure. forever. Yeah, well, well whatever. Hey, it, it, uh, instead of me trying to describe it, uh, tell me about combat veterans or tell the audience, what is, what is combat veterans uh, to the audience? Why do, why do you guys do that anyway? <laughs> so combat veterans is a comedy brand. Uh, focused on telling the story of veterans and those that are enlisted. Um, we we kind of we kind of play uh, towards the truth, just in a more exaggerated yeah. uh, way, because we feel like the exaggeration is really is really one the reaction, but also the comedy. Um, and that's pretty much what we want to uh, concentrate on is just focusing on the the funny side of what would be our experience. Um, it, it's, it's tough to say that everyone has had the same experience, uh, but in a way we have. And, and I use this as an example that when you're outside at 4.30 in the morning for PT or five or six, and it's below zero, and your commander says shorts and t-shirts <laughs> that everyone has thought about dying that, that morning. Like, I hope I slip or going right AWOL one or the other. Exactly, going AWOL or something. So it's just one those moments that we really shine in on that we try to bring um, some um, connectivity when it comes to people watching it. Yeah, yeah it, it serves as therapy for us, obviously too. Like we're, when we when we're doing a sketch or right when we're about to do a sketch, we get together and we just like shoot the crap together and make sure that you know whatever we'll we'll we'll, we'll just talk about our experiences and then we'll find a laugh and then we're like, oh, that that's the sketch, and then. I think it's so relatable because because of the fact that we're doing that beforehand. It's almost like when when you're an audience member watching it, you feel like you're part of the shooting the crap before the sketch happens, you know, because everything's so relatable. Um, like Drew was saying, like, you know, it's, it's easy to, to go back to your memory of being in formation or mm -hmm. dealing with somebody who did something wrong and um now everybody has to pay for it or you know that's exactly yeah. So, yeah. so what was the starting point for combat veterans i mean where'd you come up with this idea i mean it's a it's a really good idea because again i think that uh, comedy is therapy for a lot of people so we, who had the starting point or how did how'd you come up with the idea i guess yeah I, I was in baghdad i was on a venue uh waiting for the principals to come out and we were just shooting the shit inside the truck and i said oh my gosh somebody should make a like a page about like combat veterans and like things that we go through and stuff. And, and one of the, one of the ideas, and those of you pay attention because this is, this is the, this is the gold right here that I'm about to put out there for those of you thinking about starting some kind of a brand. I started with my friends. I didn't, I didn't get them together, but I wanted to highlight the character, the characteristics that they all have. Yeah. Um, the smoker, the cursor, the guy that's out of shape. And I, I came up with 10 things that everyone knows somebody for. And those 10 things came around the people that I know. And I knew that if I created this video and I delivered it right, um, that they would share it with their friends. And then they would share it with their friends and their friends and so on and so forth. So my concentration wasn't just the better but it was just my friends. I just wanted to make my friends laugh. 
And it became a ripple effect. My friends shared it to their friends, their friends to their friends. And one thing led to another. I went viral. It went to Washington because they saw my rifle bagging and and <laughs> and, uh, and radio in the back. And they were like, take this video down now. And I was like, okay. But they let me continue. I was still working with the State Department. They were just like, you can continue it. We love it. It was hilarious. But no sensitive items in your videos. And I was like, That's okay. That's a good reason not to put classified documents out there. Yeah, here's our shit. Attack us or whatever. The, uh, Justin, same question for you. I mean, uh, I, I, let me ask you a different question. Why, why do you think uh, comedy has a way of reaching? I mean, why comedy to reach veterans? Do you think that's the best way to reach veterans? Well, I think, uh, I think. well, I mean, we, we've done, we do other genres too. Like when we're, we're doing short films and stuff like that, we'll dive into it. We've done a horror short film. We've done a lot of dramatic pieces. Um, those don't get pushed out as well with the algorithm when we release stuff like that on, on a combat veteran. So we're trying to do uh, a different thing with those with like, uh, we'll put those on Amazon Prime or we're trying to get Netflix deals and Hulu deals. Uh, but those are right, right now still almost a shot in the dark, it feels like, but we're still reaching for the stars. We're, we're working our butts off. Uh, we've created our own catalog, as Drew says, and when they finally spark their interest, we'll, we'll be at a premium price. Um, it, so we don't just do comedy. Um, I think that's just at the forefront. That's what's most as easily accessible to our audience to for them to find is the a combat veteran stuff on Facebook and YouTube, which is primarily comedy. Um, but we're, we're really passionate about doing every genre and doing it right. And I think that we do that and we, uh, we're able to give some kind of credit to, to what we do because of how hard we work and how much we invest within the story arcs and, and the character development and the, the story as a whole. To piggyback a little bit about what Justin said yeah. is comedy, comedy just comes natural to us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's second. I'm it's sure it second comes natural to you. I can see that right off the bat. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, cause he's taken uh, uh, comedy classes, improv, second city, UCB, stuff like that. Like people that come from like Saturday night live, they usually go to these schools and stuff like that. Um, so he's really good at thinking on his feet, but just like naturally comedy just comes to us and we kind of know what comedy does for everyone. Comedy is the, is the unity and people that, you know, that brings people together to enjoy a moment of good laughter. Who doesn't want to laugh? Yeah. If you don't want to laugh. Yeah. You kind of, you know, you kind of need to change who you are as a person because it's healthy. Uh, they say this, you use more muscles frowning than smiling. Uh, but it's just, it's, it's one of the, comedy is a feel good thing. Yeah, and it's it's one thing that is one of the many things that we try to bring to this community is just having that moment of relaxing, enjoying and seeing a reflection of yourself. Especially if you can laugh at yourself, you know it's even better. Then that's I think that's the army got to do that a little bit more. To, I, I, <laughs> to no, I agree hundred percent. I agree. The the uh, what kind of feedback are you getting from veterans? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of positive feedback. We get a lot of comments and stuff um, saying like, oh, this is so accurate. Like, I uh, laugh my butt off and things like that. So it, it's good to see um, those comments. Sometimes people will reach out to us in private messages and, and say that they've we've helped them within their day. Um, I had a female reach out to me, say she wasn't in the military, but her, her husband was, and he was on his deathbed. And she unfortunately lost him to cancer, but she thanked me they wanted me to relay it to Drew that we've we provided him with laughter in his final days um, with with our sketches and stuff like that. So it's cool to 
get those messages. Um, it's great to read, read the message on, on Facebook and YouTube. One of, one of the things that's super important about it is that, especially when we did the play, we had a veteran come see the play. It's a two and a half hour comedy um, on stage. And we, we, a veteran came out crying. Yeah. Because the moment was so real for him and it's such, it was such a reflection of his service. And that that right there, it's that thing right there, which, you know, oftentimes I don't understand, especially when it comes to Facebook and social media, how people can just be so uh, hateful towards, you know, if you don't find it funny, fine, move on. But there, there are people that find therapy and there are people that, you know, that enjoy it, that kind of see it and it's just like, oh, a new video. Yes. And, you know, they take that moment that five, 10 minute moment of their day, they put everything aside to just watch this piece of content. And, you know, and they want it, they want to read comments with people that kind of feel the same as them. And when they got to skim through like the hateful, this was stupid, this is blah, blah. It kind of, it kind of, you know, why would you bring that kind of energy to somebody who actually enjoys the content? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's like coming back to it. It's, 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 that's what we do it for the people that, you know, find, find the uh, therapy behind the comedy like that dude that was crying at the play it was it was it was it was it was a proud moment it's, it's one of the, the proudest things i think you can ever do especially when especially with a platform like a combat veteran that reaches so many people it's just one of those things where it's just like it's just like it feels like it's such an achievement to be able to do that i, I was i was telling ted i was telling somebody a little while ago i said you know laughter uh and communicating uh, is a way of releasing stress uh, so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, if you can get people to laugh, I, and I, I think I told you this already, I was overran 20 wounded and seven killed. And I've been to places where I've actually stepped over bodies. I've been same. Some you guys probably seen a lot of stuff, but I've seen some things that I certainly want to block out. But, uh, and I do that because I'm just real open. I talk, I say things, I get it all out of my mind, but, but there's a lot of people that, that struggle what you're talking about, that struggle that, that don't find a way to release that stuff that unfortunately commit suicide. Uh, which is a yeah. terrible thing. So I think that's uh, that's important. Now I've saved up all day, so I have a joke for you. a story for you. Okay, real quick. I'm gonna. So I'm a, I'm as a private. You probably can identify with this. And I was pulling guard, and I you know when you're in guard, you got commander to leave post number one or where the hell it was. And, and I was up at Fort Lewis, Washington at the time. Now it's Joint Base Lewis McCord, and I'm marching, looking good, being a good soldier. And uh, I heard this guy says, "Halt." Commander Lee, post number two. Halt! Commander Lee, post number two. Ah! Threw his weapon down and took off running. And I'm, I'm, I'm an old private. I'm shaking like this. I said, oh, shit, what's going on? And a bear had actually got into the fence where this guy was at, and a bear was chasing him down through there. <laughs> now, now, it doesn't sound funny now, but I laughed my ass off a couple of years later. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. I, no, that's, that's hilarious. So what can you do? Because bears climb trees, too. So you I can't even know. climb a tree and get away with it. All I, all, that's <laughs> right. All I had to do was get over that fence and just keep running like a bat out of egg. That's for sure. Hey, uh, we're talking with Drew Hernandez and Justin Graber and creators of Combat Veterans. And, and you're watching your next mission video podcast with me, your host, Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major in the Army. And don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, and if you're not enjoying this discussion, something's wrong with you. These guys are, are wild here. Please click on that subscribe button below and, and uh, join us. That's for sure. Hey, uh, you have more than 330,000 subscribers on YouTube and 1 million on Facebook. Now, that's, uh, that's a heck of an accomplishment. Was that combat veterans? Was that an immediate success, or did it take you a while to get to that point? I'm sure it took you a while. So it, it was... It was it was really immediate success. Was it really? 
it was the first video went viral. The second video went viral, third, fourth. Um, I, I just kind of found a recipe uh, kind of right away for what veterans wanted to see. Um, the hard part was maintaining it. Anybody can find immediate, immediate success on social media. It's social media, you can say the most absurd thing and find some level of success out of that. Yeah. But it's it's more about maintaining it. If you can maintain it, combat veteran has been around for seven years. Creators have come come and gone um, on on these platforms, but a combat veteran is still around. It's just a matter of knowing exactly how you're going to maintain uh, the platform. That just becomes the most difficult thing to do, really. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys still reach back to other veterans that you serve with? Say you know give our do you have, I guess. Two things. You still reach back to veterans and talk to them. And do you still have friends on active duty you call and sort of maybe, uh, maybe you know, find some materials, some things you want to talk about on the shows? Or... Yeah, like uh, my buddy Dave uh, Turco, who's still in, like uh, I've talked with him sometimes and he'll give me like ideas to to keep things fresh. Uh, I, I can't remember what was it. The, for, or There's something we put in a sketch that he, he recommended because it's like army lingo now. But it's like it's this weird. I can't. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but it's like a, I don't know. Some, something to do with the balls or something. The, the balls is the is the punchline. But they try to get their sergeants to say something, and it, uh, I can't remember off the top. But we we also have Peter, who's, who's yeah. sort of like a third member, really. Uh, he he's still active duty. Oh, he's still active. Uh, so he's always he's still active duty. What, what units he serve? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. He's know. in the reserves. He's, yeah. he's at Los yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 75th Fear Fear yeah. Brigade or something like that. Yeah. I think. What, one of the things. One of the things I didn't ask you. What was your MOS? Military occupation scale. What was your MOS? Go ahead. Population control specialist. You say that again. Population control specialist. Okay. How about you? So when the terrorists were overpopulated, they would send us in to take care of them. <laughs> uh, bullshit. I got that one. Lone Bravo. How about, how about yourself? Uh, I was, um, I mentioned it earlier, I was a, a Space Force door spaceship gunner and also a Coast Guard Navy diver. Uh, okay, going to something else. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was an FP. I was an FP. Okay, well, <laughs> well you may maybe have a history of telling lies. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you ever have trouble? Never guess we get along. You well, I see that right now. You guys want to get along great. That's for sure. Hey, do you, have, do you ever have problems coming up with material? You probably just talk to each other, come up with a bunch of stuff. But do you ever have problems coming up with material? No, no, it's easy. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of our materials, it's, it's um, it's like he said, we kind of talk about it. And say this is the material. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't really script anything. It's kind of just turn the camera on and go. Yeah. Uh, it's all, it's all improv, the back of improv and just reaction and, and reacting and reaction or reacting. <laughs> however. Now, was <laughs> Something was like you that. funny in school? Was you both funny in school? Did you tell a lot of jokes in school or cut up and or get in trouble all the time? Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't that, um, like that popular. I didn't go to school. Are you negotiating? I understand that too. I understand. Now I see why. No, go ahead. I, I joined. I joined the army when there was a lot of waivers around. <laughs> uh, have the, you know the? Uh, well, you one. You came in, uh, Justin. Two two thousand three. I was a sergeant major of the army during two thousand three. So you probably went. 
Basically, the name yeah. like Tilly. Yeah. I was he was the sergeant of the army when I was when I was in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, 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 everybody's got to get out at one point of their career. That's for sure. The uh, yeah, that was a board question. Who's the sergeant major of the army right now? Sergeant major Tilly. <laughs> a board question. <laughs> well, hopefully, got it correct. Any doggone way. I, I didn't go. I was helping. I was helping the sergeant study for their board. Uh, well, how many years did it take you to make a uh, staff sergeant? Did it take five years. Oh, man, all right. Um, when did I pin staff sergeant? So I was I was E E three, four, E three, four, E one, E two, E three, four, E five. <laughs> never mind, never mind. It took you forever. Uh, but from uh so I was I was court martial in two thousand seven. Um got out Can we talk about your court martial? Do you want to do that private? You don't want to talk about that? That's a long that's a long story, Sergeant Major. You you uh I probably you read it. Triangle? Yeah. I may have read about you a long time ago. Anyway, you did Operation Iron Triangle. <laughs> you, you, you remember Operation Iron Triangle? Colonel, well, yeah. usually people get Colonel Mikey Steele. Usually people get in trouble or get court martialed for a few things, either uh, drinking or refusing an order or doing something crazy. Uh, was you both? No, you, mine, was, mine was crazy. Mine was yeah. mine was uh, mine was Operation Iron Triangle. Well, you got court. You, you got court martialed. I think mine happened before I came into service. I spent about nine or ten months in reform school when I was a kid. I wasn't a good kid, and that's really one of the reasons I came into the service is to, you know, maybe yeah. start a new life or something. Have, have there ever been times when you uh, you really had to censor yourself, where maybe you thought it was you know going just a little bit too far? You want to pull back a little bit. Probably we, we've had a, had a couple of sketches that we filmed, edited, and not ever released because we're like, nah, <laughs> I like, can understand that. This might be too bad. I don't know. Yeah, uh, just the way just the way the platforms work now, and and what they allow to be monetized and not monetized is very hypocritical. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's kind of like, we know when we're pushing that line. Um, it is what it is, you know. It's it's their platform. We got to abide by their rules, and their rules just keep yeah. changing. So we we got to be very mindful of the things we put out. Yeah. One one, one last question. We'll take a little bit of a break. Do you, you think there's more veterans that watch you, or there's more people that have never served that watch your your shows and the stuff you put out? Or a little bit of a, a little bit of mixture of both. I mean, because yeah, it's no, only one percent uh, of the country ever served in the military. So, oh, we get we get comments from like British Army people oh, saying like this yeah. is so accurate for the British Army, the British, the Australians, the French Army. Uh, they those guys are especially the Australians. They're always around, um, but it's also um, high school kids looking to join, college kids that are thinking about joining. Uh, we get those a lot, and then we get we get the veterans. Yeah, you don't get no Taliban or anything, do you? <laughs> yeah well, really we've did. had we've had uh wow I, I don't know if it, i mean they're not saying that i'm taliban yeah, you know, <laughs> i can relate to you guys i, I relate to well, a lot of all things you guys with <laughs> um but but we do have locals from afghanistan iraq that do pop up in the comments and just like hey oh yeah there's one guy that funny was like, shit man there's one guy that was like that was <laughs> One guy was like, I was going to, you know, strap on the suicide. Bus I was going to end but it. After I watched your video, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Pulled me out of that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about. There's no question about that. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. You're watching your next mission video podcast. Oh, these guys are funny. I don't want to kill them. <laughs> You're watching your next mission. Proudly presented by the Cavalry Agency. They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. 
This is Cavalry. Learn more at Cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at PurdueGlobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. Learn more at VeteransUnited.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly. Well, welcome back. We're blessed to be here today with Drew Hernandez and Justin Grubber, who are our creators of the these guys in the back of your way, <laughs> creators of Combat Veteran. And, and I want all of our viewers to, to reach out to me directly. Tell me about your transition. Tell us what kind of topics you'd like us to cover. You can call or text me at 844-424-1134, and I'll reach out to you. Or send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournextmission.org. We're heading into our final segment with you today, and I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as I have. I just really have a couple of more uh, questions. And this is, let's be a little serious here. Did, uh, did combat uh, life change you uh, at all? I mean, for me, just talking about myself first, I told you before I was overran and uh, <clears throat> 20 wounded and seven killed. I went from 18 to 55, and, and inside there's no question uh, that it changed me. So I asked you before, I think comedy is a therapy, and you said already it's a therapy for you, and I guess the second question is, did in fact combat change you when you came back? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, like, in, in the sense of me being, like, comedic and goofy, no. Like, my, my friends are like, oh, you're still, like, you still seem like the same guy. Um, but they don't they don't see, like, the, the times where I, like, fall into depression and, you know, slip down the those ruts. Um, some of them do. The people that I've served with, well, 100% reach out to if they need help or someone to talk to. But, yeah, like... Uh, War is hell, man, and it'll um, it'll change your mindset. You'll see people do things that you didn't think they were going to do, um, and then you'll have to respond to that, and that'll, that'll mess you up. and might get court-martialed in the yeah. process. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. From yeah, I, uh, I, I, it has to change you. I, you, you can't. I, I don't believe – I would question anyone who's gone through combat and came out, and they're exactly the same. Um, I would, I would fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. That's really <laughs> what happened, but it has to change you because you, you start redefining, um, the value of life. Oh, absolutely. If you will, especially within yourself where you, you just care less about yourself in a sense of like, I, it doesn't matter at any, at, at some point during your combat experience. Um, but then the value of life, even with other people, especially if it's people you don't really care about. It's just, it's, it, and in some way it's kind of like the wrong outlook of things. Cause you want to have some level of compassion, um, especially after the military and you, you going through life, but that's, that's one of the effects combat does for you. It, 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 it kind of makes you numb to the point of like seeing other people's lives. And it's just like, I don't, I don't really give it, at least for me, I can't speak for everyone, but at least for me, it's just like, I, I don't really value other people's lives. Although I'm, there's something that I'm working on where it's like, I'm, I'm, I want to have more compassion towards people and stuff like that. But it's just like that, that experience for me is kind of like, we come and we go. 
that's all it is. It's not like I'm out here wishing people to die, but it's just we come and we go. Somebody dies, it's like, well, that's yeah, that's what happens. You know, it's it's, it's really it's like, really funny. I, I think that when you go to war, your heart turns black. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. and I used to say this all the time. It, you know, if anybody, this is a terrible thing to say, but anybody's got to hurt, let it be somebody else. And I, I, I told people not too long ago. I mean, I've said more prayers. God, if you just get me out of here, I'll never do whatever I did again. You know, just just get me out of this one particular spot. But I, but I think inside, when you talk about coming back, uh, inside you, you'll always be changed, and you'll always have. I said, I always tell people there's scars on the outside, but there's also a lot of scars inside. Uh, that you'll never mm-hmm. be able to fix. And again, you guys fix or, or help. Now, I don't know if you can ever fix it, but but I think you help yourself with comedy. And it's it's really a good thing. I understand you guys are getting ready to uh, take this show on the road. Uh, Huntley Brinkley kind of stuff going on the road. Hopefully it works out. Can you tell a little about that? We did the play out here in Los Angeles. Uh, it was two and a half hours long. Drew and I co-wrote it, co-produced it, co-directed and acted in it. We have a total of seven cast members. Four of us are veterans the other three are non-veterans and that was part of the um, the plan the plan and the goal yeah. to like really show civilians that the, like our experiences aren't really that different maybe being shot at <coughs> yeah but it's pretty much it's just a workplace comedy um of situations that happen in the workplace of, of the army yeah that parallel civilian life and maybe not with the we have uh, two deployment scenes or like acts that we go through. Yeah. One of the things that we, we kind of want to show people is that especially there's a stigma in the veteran community that we're, we, we've become so isolated that we we've convinced ourselves that we are unable to work with others because of our experiences in the military. And I, I call bullshit on that because we work with everyone from every walks of life yeah. in the military. We can work with absolutely everyone outside of the military. And this play and the ensemble of the cast members is an example of having to work with people from different walks of life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the things that we wanted to send that message out. Like enough with this isolation, you know, it's kind of to myself thing. No, in the military, we work together and we can do that shit outside of the military. Well, what, what, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there, there's still like a division uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to, especially in today's society. And there's a bias to people wearing a uniform. <clears throat> when I was uh, on the 4th of July of all days, the Independence Day, I was on the beach with a sign trying to promote the play because we we're going up the next month. Um, and we, I had a picture, Drew had a picture made and there were pictures of us in uniform from rehearsals and I'm like, come see our play. It's a comedy, blah, blah, blah. And I was stopped by people who were like, oh no, I don't want to see that. Like with this agenda, like you guys are, are probably pro-life or like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that this play is a comedy. It doesn't have a political agenda. It, we all come from all walks of life. Like Drew said, I was like, people we, believe in different things. Yeah. They just, they see the, they see the freaking uniform. They automatically say, oh, they're a Republican or whatever, but people serve in the military who cares if they're Republican? Who cares if they're Democrat? Who cares, cares if they're liberal? We don't have the luxury of being like, oh, well, you're fired. We have to work together. And I think that's why the military is such a, a great organization is because like you you have to listen and hear other people, yeah. other people out and different points of views. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. uh, I don't understand why people like, right, yeah, especially right now, it's yeah. just like, I, so, I, I, so I, first of all, I think it's crazy. I, I always tell people, I, uh, I tell I give a class up in Baltimore, and I have everybody raise their hand and say I will, and I, at the audience say I will, and they all put their hand down. And I said, "Do you understand what you just did?" 
And they said, no. I said, you uh, said, I will die for your freedoms. And you guys did that. You said, I will. Whether or not you get court-martialed, you have fun or do whatever they did, you, willing, you was willing to die for this country. And so uh, you fought for their freedoms. And so you should have the right to do whatever. And I'm with you. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an American. I love this country, mm-hmm. and I have the right to do whatever the hell I want to do. And, and uh, people that get involved, I sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's sort of crazy that somebody wants to complain about where you're sitting. In fact, I read something the other day about somebody complaining about putting your seat back on an airplane. Well, bullshit. I pay for that seat, and I want to put it back. I'm gonna put it back. So I think we yeah. uh, we need to get out of that stuff. And what you guys are doing right here is uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're making a heck of a difference, whether or not I'm sure you know it. But but I hope you know it. But uh, you're making a difference in the lives of a lot of veterans. So keep doing what you're doing because laughter, communications, laughing, cutting up, and having fun. Because there's a lot of people out there that are not as fortunate that you guys are. And uh, yeah, that, enlisted is one of those examples that we think is going to change the game for a, for a lot of veterans. Because it's one thing to see the content on the internet at the comfort of your home yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. That's great and all, but when you see it in person, you sit down and you're seeing the comedy just evolve right in front yeah, of you. Yeah. Where it's like everything, especially when it comes to theater and play, where everything is put on the line. Anybody can mess up at any moment. We have. Yeah. We've messed up on stage. Uh, me too. And I think, no, I don't go to stage, but I mess up anyway. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those things where it's the magic is there in person, especially uh, especially if you come to uh, see the play. Whenever we can get this play up on its feet again. Yeah. Hey, you t- go back to your show. What uh, can you tell me? What locations you're going to? Maybe tell the audience what location you guys are. Do you know? Uh, we don't have we, uh, we don't have anything uh, set in stone at this point. Yeah. Um, we just finished the edit. I have to go through and do credits. We have to get a color, possibly sound correction, and then we plan on releasing it online for like a one-time viewing. We're trying to, to raise, raise money, raise for the it money so that to, we can go back on the road. Yes, yeah, so we can um, go back on the road because it's it's expensive and it's difficult, especially you know, especially our cast members and stuff like asking them to you know take some time off of their jobs to come do this and stuff like that. Like people need to be compensated. We got reached out by the MWR and it, it, it just felt like they wanted us to do it for free. And it's just yeah. like, I can't ask people to do this for free. Like I get it. We want to support veterans and our service yeah. members and stuff, but we, we got bills to pay. So at the end of the day, we can't do it for free and we won't take on a city unless we know we have everyone's pay first. Well, are you trying mm-hmm. to go through MWR and see if you can get somebody to fund it? Is that what you just said? Are you, have you reached uh, yeah, out there? They, they, uh, they uh somebody somebody i won't list the location specifically but somebody at at mwr um did reach out to us because they wanted us to come and we were all open for it until we sent them the budget sheet it's like this is what it's gonna cost they wanted to do it for free they didn't want us to even charge to do it it's just like well (laughs) what do you want us to do with it you can't tell people to do it for free like just (laughs) you know that's it's it's, uh I tell people all the time, you know, I'll do things for free every once in a while, but but you have to get paid for doing those. If I can ever help you with that stuff, let me know. I got some contacts there in MWR stuff, so if if I can, yeah, if, if I can help you, let me know. I mean, all I can do is connect in whatever they do after that. But uh, I'm I'm with you. Don't do anything for free. I mean, you want to entertain soldiers, do all that stuff for service members, uh, but don't uh, don't do it for free. You gotta you gotta make a living too. Hey, uh, first of all, let me say it's been great talking to you guys, and, and you're a lot of fun. And, and again, keep doing what you're doing. Don't change what you're doing. Uh, make a difference, and that's what you're doing. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to share with the audience? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Anything you want to share with the audience before we get out of here? Uh, don't give up. Never surrender. Um, 
what movie was that from? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't know. If you find yourself going through rough times, um, that that sucks. Yeah, and I'm with you. But uh, I don't know. Look, look to your friends. Look look within yourself. Um, find that resiliency and, and keep moving forward because. Um, it, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know? hey, Drew, how about yourself? Oh, no, pretty soon might be. Pretty soon might be. No, uh, talk about it. Fucking talk about it. Stop holding that shit and get a journal, write about it, get a friend, say it, say it again, say it again, say it again, say it again, and keep saying it. It's going it, to, it, it, saying your traumas, telling your story, what you've experienced, it doesn't matter if they can connect with it. That does the point is to say it, to be able to express it. Do it. Because we we hold a lot, we internalize, yeah. especially as a ton of things. We internal, we're told take a knee, drink water. No. Say it. Fucking, it doesn't matter if they can connect with it or not. Just say it. Get it out. Get it all out. Then get it out again next week. Get it out again the week after, but just continue to say it because it's going to get easier when you start doing that. Or drink water in between saying it because you might hydration is important. You might, yeah, yeah, you might get caught. <laughs> well, the, the other thing about that too is, is a lot of times when you talk to somebody that hadn't served, they may not understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? They, because they, they can't, they've never walked in your boots and they don't get the deal and all that stuff. So I'm with you. If, if you want to say it, say it and release that pressure. I had a, I'd tell a bad story, but I will. But uh, I had a good friend here. Probably about, probably about a year ago now that uh, that uh, went home, uh, let his dog out the back. Uh, his wife had left to go do something. Went down and committed suicide. You know, so uh, so when you when you think about that, uh, when you think about uh, when you think about the kind of stress uh, that veterans go through, again, what you guys do is is just unbelievable, and and you're making you're making a difference. So again. Uh, from this old soldier, I know I'm a lot older than you guys. I spent a lot of time in the service, but uh, I would tell you that you guys are making a difference and keep up the good work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having yes, us. Absolutely. Thanks to Drew Hernandez and, and Justin Graber for being with us today. I'm Jack Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. You've been watching your next mission video podcast. And thank you for watching today. Please visit us on our website while I watch these guys wave in the back and, and your next mission. <laughs> .org and, and leave me a review. Hopefully it's a good review. These guys will probably write me one. It'll suck, but uh, leave me a good review. Or you can also visit our partners there who can provide you with so many services that will assist you in your transition out of the military. If I could have helped these guys getting out of the military, they would have had a different job. Also, please visit our corporate partners there who will provide you with so many jobs that, that are available. Please know, just like we talked about a minute ago, please know we want to assist you any way we can. And I want to say that again, and we talked about it a few minutes ago. Please know we want to help you, whether or not it's laughter, singing, talking, whatever. Just what Drew said, get it out. Talk about it. Let people know what the, those issues are. So, uh, you know, I'm here for you, and I'm sure they are too, but uh, let us know. Please follow me on all my social media channels. I'm an old guy. I never thought I'd ever say that. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and even LinkedIn. <laughs> if you enjoyed this discussion with Drew and Justin, and I know that you have because I did. Uh, you can uh, check out uh, Combat Veterans on their YouTube Facebook. Uh, please like us and click on that subscribe button below. Don't forget, 
we want to hear from you. Please leave me a message or send me a text at 844-424-1134. Send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournextmission.org. Thanks again to Drew Hernandez and Justin Graver for, for joining us today. It was just great having them on the show. Uh, every, every, uh, every show, I always leave you with some final thoughts. And I'm going to leave you with what I've said here about 15 times already. Laughter, comedy, talking, uh, taking care of each other. There's about, I keep getting mixed numbers, 17 to 20 million veterans out there. And they suffer. They suffer with a lot of, of different things. They have scars that you can't see. So make a difference. Make a difference just like they are. They're making a difference by, and they're doing it through laughter. So don't forget, uh, you're not alone. And we're all here to help you. Again, thank you for watching. And thanks to Cloudcast Media, New Mind Studios, and of course, our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. We appreciate all you do for our veterans. And again, as always, see you on the high ground. hoo You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.